Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Michael Thorpe. Here with me today is Dr. Franz Messery. Medical guidelines and uh, other studies have shown that an intake of salt between 2.5 grams to 5 grams is not associated with an increase in cardiovascular risks or events. Friends, can you tell us a little bit more about these studies? Certainly. The American Heart Association, the AHA, recommends a daily salt intake of ideally less than 3.75 grams for the general population. This is awfully low. In Europe, we are a bit more generous. We say for the general population, about six grams salt per day is acceptable. Now, the AHS recommendations are actually based on multiple well-established observations such as salt increases uh, blood pressure, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But when you ask specifically about these 3.75 grams per day, it's completely arbitrary. As also are the European recommendations. There is a U-shaped curve. Too high assault intake and too low assault intake can actually increase morbidity and mortality. Now, in the US. You have to consider there was a drastic reduction in cardiovascular disease over the past two decades. This has been well documented. But however, during that time, the average American continues to consume about nine grams of salt per day. There was absolutely no change. Our concern in the United States and with sleep medicine is that we have a medication which is a sodium formulation. It's called sodium oxidate. And at the maximum dose of 9 grams, it gives 1.94 grams of salt. And people have expressed concern that that extra salt on top of the regular intake of salt might push people above five grams and perhaps even much higher. And so there's been developed a formulation of oxabate, which is a low-sodium oxabate, which has 90% less sodium on it. And the recommendation has been that this would be preferable in reducing the potential for cardiovascular risk. However, to date, we don't have any evidence that people taking the sodium oxabate have shown any increased cardiovascular risk. But from what you're saying, it it sounds as though people shouldn't be too concerned about taking the extra salts so long as they're not receiving very high levels, and particularly people who have cardiovascular disorders and hypertension, they may need to be a little bit more cautious about that sodium intake. As you said, the average sort of intake is uh, probably over uh, three or four grams of salt and and taking an extra 1.9 grams of salt. Would you be particularly concerned about that or or just in the high risk uh, category population? 
Well, my hypothesis is, as always, we should have a prospective randomized trials comparing the two forms of medication and at least look at blood pressure and so on. Then we could answer that question a little bit better. But, you know, given that salt intake is highly variable from day to day, I don't really think that when you add that much, as as you mentioned, makes a big, has a big impact on cardiovascular health. So I think the takeaway message for patients is that they, they should be aware that there are these different forms of oxabate, one with the higher sodium content than the other. But for most patients, it's probably not going to result in any particular increased risk. But those that do have some cardiovascular disorder, as you mentioned, if they have hypertension or so, they may need to be more cautious about it. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Messerly. This has been a great discussion. Thanks so much, Michael. Delighted to be of help. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Prova. Thank you for listening.